0: Hey guys, happy October 18th. This is Alex, this is Investing Should Be Easy. And uh, my podcast is all about that financial independence. And um, today's show, we're gonna dive into a new stock that I haven't looked at before, so it should be a good informational episode. One of the things that I do wanna point out is... And time to time, you might see in your portfolio, depending on where you keep your portfolio, it could be a brokerage account or just plain and simple, the drip plans that we like to recommend because they're really easy. You'll see things like spinoffs or divestitures. And that basically means is a company that is getting bigger is either spinning off a company or they're either merging with another company brand. And that spinoff is really close to pay attention to. And I'll explain why as we get into today's details. But today's show is about. We're going to look at Johnson controls, and the stock symbol is JCI. So if you want to follow along, we're going to go through the three level approach and we'll get started in five, four, three, two, one. Cue the music. Investing should be easy. Alright guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Alex, your host for Investing Should Be Easy. If you have any questions or comments, feedback, be reached at my email address is alex.richwagon at gmail.com or go ahead and visit the website is alexrichwagon.com or alex alexrichwagon.com So, in today's show, we're going to visit uh JCI which is Johnson Controls which I was when I started looking at it I thought it was kind of interesting that I couldn't find certain ratios which I'll talk about but a little over a little maybe over a year ago they initiated and completed a merger with Tyco so Johnson Control is a multi industrial company and Tyco is a global fire and security provider so now they've got a lot bigger platform and to me You know, we'll talk about uh, real quick what the merger brings. They talk about their technology, their solutions, fire security, HVAC, power solutions, energy storage. It's a whole bunch of rundown of stuff, if you will. The reason why, and I'll talk about this as we go into the financials, mergers to me depends on what the reason is. And what the reasoning looks like behind here, and we'll dive deeper into the... The investor relations section and also the financials, but it seems like it's a cost-cutting move. And eventually, you know, how is spending billions of dollars cost-cutting move? You may ask. Well, when I look at the cost-cutting move from corporate fin- corporate America, is when you absorb another country or another country, another company, you basically are overlaying several instances like customer service, support staff, management, if you will. And those create opportunities to lay off employees because you've got synergies and things that don't need to be double worked. And how do you combine best practices and as well as have a lower work staff? So that's kind of what some of these things are about, which is what I see. But let's go ahead and jump right in. We're going to go through a traditional three-step approach and we're going to hit Google Finance to start with. And then we're going to go to Finviz. That's F-I-N-V-I-Z and then lastly, we're going to hit their investor relations section and hit something that really caught my attention and why Johnson Controls may not be the best platform, but we've got to learn about it first before we even get there. So let's jump in. Google Finance, pump in, punch in the stock symbol JCI. So you bring up Johnson Controls International. And first thing I start looking at is, so what happened post-merger? Their market cap... Looks like it almost doubled. It's almost $40 billion. There's no price-to-earnings ratio, and I'll explain that in just a minute. Dividend payout's about 2.5%. It used to be higher. Their beta, which is a measure of risk, is 1.27. 1.27 is it's okay. Uh, Low-risk stock is below 1. Higher-risk stock is above 1. But the medium range is 1. So a company like a Google or an Apple might have a higher beta, if you will, because it's a technology, fast-growing company. Johnson Controls is a, a lower-risk, sustainable company, and the fact that they merged with somebody else and their beta went up is a little, not alarming, but it's something to kind of pay attention to. So the price-to-earnings ratio, which is usually signifies how much growth can you expect out of the company, how is it performing against the market overall, so it's good, like a gauge of measure. Generally, the price-to-earnings ratio for the market, um, I believe last time I checked, is around 17, 18 across the industry. So it'd be interesting to see where they rank. So what I did is actually punched in Johnson Control's price-to-earnings ratio 2016. And the reason why I did 2016 is because when you have a merger, it throws all of your financials, not for a whack, but it kind of... it. It's not comparing apples to apples, if you will. price to earnings ratio, it looks to be continuity, price over time as their earnings come in. Well, now their earnings are going to be adjusted because they paid out a lot of money, which means that the earnings are going to go up, but also that their assets went down. So these things are kind of impact the price to earnings ratio, which means we don't have one, a true one, for 2017 at this time. But 2016 was uh, just a little over 10, 103 was their ratio, which I got from Nasdaq.com, but I'm going to go jump back over to Google Finance of why does that mean something? So I'm going to keep that 10.3 number in in mind. And also, they also had a number of 15.7 this year, which doesn't really hold anymore because of the merger. So when I start to look down at some of their other valuations, nothing else can really be found because of that merger. So we're going to skip the rest of Google Finance, as I do see as the, the stock over the last year is down about 7, 7.5% seven almost, which not a great starting point. So we're in a bull market. We have been for a long time, and this company has merged and not been able to make a profit. So that's why they're trying to cut costs, is saying... How do we stop the expenses growth? Because obviously our sales aren't growing as far as rapidly. But that's what we see so far. So we've got a few minor red flags and one red flag that says their growth rate's not expanding. So let's go over to Finviz, that's F I N V I Z.com. First thing I see is their Ford PDE, which has been updated, is 13.75, which is lower. Then their original estimate of 15.7, which was been has been a 2017 estimate, means they're gonna expect slower growth. That's why the expenses gotta be cut. It, it's not overly complicated to understand why they did this and why they had to make that merger to in order to uh, not save the brand, but save how their company's operating to trim expenses. If I look down their gross margins 21%. All the other margins have been eliminated because they've got to reset everything. Earnings per share down this year, 186%. Keep in mind their earnings are going to go down for a slightly period of time until everything normalizes. They're looking at earnings per share of 13%, 13.5% next year, 12.7% the following year. So they're kind of expecting slower growth, if you will. And it's going to decrease over time, but it'll stabilize out as they trim expenses, a.k.a. trim employees, and reduce their, reduce their um, overhead. That's the easiest way to meet Wall Street expectations. So the stock price trading around 40.66, You know, are you going to sit on a company for the next five years for 12% earnings per share growth? I don't think so. It's going to take a long time to get back into respectable levels when you could probably find other opportunities. So we've got more red flags as we keep going through Johnson Controls. So interesting. Their current ratio, just a little over one. They probably decreased a lot because of their assets. Their debt went up, so 0.72. We've got some other potential issues there. And then I see that they've got now 209,000 employees. I expect that to go down as we move forward. So... We've seen two screens, and so far we've got a bunch of red flags. Let's jump over to Investor Relations, which is investors.johnsoncontrols.com, and kind of jump around on what they've been doing. Once I went into, so I I jumped into the news, um, news, news section and went to the release in July to find out how their earnings went. Looks like they're going to have an adjusted earnings per share guidance, a 13% increase year over year. Just looking at the thing else that they're going on there, strong margin expansion, which has uh, been laid by the CEO, but strong compared to what? I don't see this is very strong. Not sure what's what you know what the, exactly the the point was from a business perspective, other than a future cost-cutting measure. And why I think about these these cost cutting measures, these conglomerates, they try to keep merging and merging until you get to a like a General Electric, where you've got so many divisions that you can't grow at all. That's a problem. Eventually, you're just gonna unmerge things like General Electric's doing, in order to free up how big your company is, in order to say, hey, maybe we should grow independently as far as and then all of one. It's just a tactic these companies use all the time as far as let's keep acquiring assets and then eventually we will spin it off. It's, it's like a back and forth game that is played on Wall Street. Um, not really sure over time how well this does, but there was something that did catch my eye on the investor relations section and that's what I want to spend a little more time on. They did spin off a company in October 2016. The company is called... Adient plc and Adient is a automotive su- seating supplier so they've been they've looked at a little bit faster growth patterns they design manufacture and markets a range of seating systems components for passenger cars commercial vehicles and light trucks so they've got a very specific sub um, segment which was spun off um, because of the tyco merger and actually just looking at it just looking at Adient on google finance The company has grown, let me just make sure I get this right, 73% since the merger. (laughs) 73% and the other company's down 7%. That's That's a lot of growth. That's the kind of stuff we want to pay attention to. And both of these platforms can be found on Wells Fargo Shareholder Online Services, which is a great resource in order to... Look for a dividend reinvestment platform, meaning you can invest something like 50, 100 bucks a month and just kind of dollar cost average, meaning invest the same dollar amount over time as stock market has been proven to be up over long long stretches of time, which is a great strategy to uh, something that people want to set it, forget it, not have to dive too much into it. So what did we learn today? We learned that Johnson Controls A lot of red flags, not the investment that we thought it was going to be, so I would say definitely stay away. However, by doing the research, by doing the analysis, and kind of doing some grunt work here, we learned that they did spin off a pretty attractive investment called Adian, and that's what we're going to do next week. So today we learned Johnson Control is not such a great investment, but we did find an opportunity by going through the research and going through to find out, oh, what happened to this spinoff? What happened to that other company? Actually, it's been a pretty big winner, and I would have never known that had I not looked at Johnson Controls. So that's what today's show is about, is learning from potential investment and figuring out something else. If you have questions or comments, I can be reached at alex.richwagon at gmail.com or hit the website alexrichwagon.com, and that's a G-E-N at the end of that. So hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend as we head into the later pieces of the fall weather. Hope you're enjoying that and the rest of October. So have a good day. Bye, guys. Alex Richwagon is an investment research analyst. Any of his recommendations are that of Mr. Richwagon. The information presented is the opinion of his and only his research. You should not base your investment decision based solely on his opinion. Remember, it's your money and your responsibility.